This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today, I'm gonna to be talking about bunions and calf tightness. And I'm gonna be answering one of our requests from one of our podcast listeners about how to cure hangover. And after that, we'll pop open a bottle and see what comes out. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready today. Okay, Bree. so we're talking hangovers? We are Sounds talking appropriate. hangovers. I know, well, for me, not, not so much. I've been trying to be good because the wedding's coming up, which we will dive further into that on the opening up session. But one of our viewers, his name is W. Turner. Thanks for the poll answer. Um, Cause last week I put up a poll question about what you want us to talk about, you know, on the podcast. And he was like, how to cure and hangover. So first, of course, um, I'm getting some information off of the Mayo or Mayo Clinic's website. So, and a hangover for some of the viewers that may not know or listeners that may not know, a hangover is a group of unpleasant symptoms and signs that can develop after a drinking too much alcohol. Um, as if feeling awful weren't bad enough, frequent hangovers are also associated with poor performance and conflict at work. <laughs> so, most it says most hangovers last about 24 hours. Um, and it's really just like fatigue, weakness, excessive thirst, dry mouth, headaches, muscle aches, nausea, vomiting, stomach pain. You have poor sleep or decreased sleep, sensitivity to light, dizziness, shakiness, inability to concentrate, mood disturbances, and rapid heartbeat. Those are some of the symptoms of hangovers. Um, so to answer your question, Mr. Turner, what can you do to cure it? First, you need to do drink water or fruit juice to prevent dehydration. So resistance any temptation to treat a hangover with other alcohol, even though I find that works best for me. Um, I call it the hair of the dog. <laughs> but you should rehydrate your body. There are these new things out there. There's patches now that you can use. There's um, these little um, kind of like crystal-like containers. It's called Liquid IV. You can get them at Sprouts. I've seen them on Sam's, Costco, Amazon. You just take the pouch, bottle of water, shake it up and drink it. It helps bring you back to life. It helps kind of regulate your electrolytes back into their normal ranges. Um, it also says have a snack. Bland, food, bland foods are the best because it doesn't irritate your stomach. I don't know about y'all, but when I have a hangover, I'm like, I want pizza. I want um, burgers. I want anything greasy and fat. I do not want a carrot or a piece of celery. But they're like, bland foods is the best thing. Try like soup, like a chicken broth or like a bunion soup so you can replace the salt and potassium that you lost from drinking the alcohol. You can also take a pain reliever like Tylenol, ibuprofen, that's over the counter. Just make sure that it doesn't irritate your stomach too much because if you're already having stomach issues plus a hangover, it may irritate it even more or cause liver issues. And then it says, go back to bed. That is what I do. It, just laying in bed. Your body needs to recruit because it just went through a traumatic state. <laughs> I feel like because it's like, what just happened to me? I peed all my electrolytes out. 
um, or if not pooped it out. Um, and now I'm in so much pain. So those are like the best things that I can tell you and the Mayo Clinic can tell you to do if you have a hangover, Mr. Turner. Um, I suggest liquid IV, eat foods, and just chill on the couch for a couple hours and you'll feel okay. Cool. Yeah, let me uh, add a few pieces to that. So uh, do not take acetaminophen if you're hungover. Acetaminophen needs water to break down or otherwise it's super toxic in your liver. So ibuprofen is way better for a hangover than acetaminophen. Um, and then the other thing too, I want to kind of go a little deeper into water and mineral balance. So your body is always striving for balance between water and salts. When I say salts, I mean sodium, potassium, magnesium, calcium, you know, all electrolytes. Uh, if it has too much one, it's going to dump out the other. And so when you're drinking, one of the things that alcohol does, it crosses the blood-brain barrier and is able to affect the pituitary gland. Pituitary? Yeah, pituitary, uh, which causes a cascade of reactions. And it causes a secretion of antidiuretic hormone. This is a signal to your kidneys to uh, pick up water. So basically your kidneys stop doing the thing of picking up water and you start peeing clear because you're dumping your water because you've inhibited the chemical that's told your kidneys to do that. So all night you're drinking, your water's getting, your pee's getting clearer and clearer. It's not because you're hydrating, it's because you're dumping water because you, you sort of threw off the whole uh, balance system. Then when you wake up in the morning, You've, your, your, your volume of water, your body is so depleted, your body's like, well, I've got too much salt. <laughs> and so that's why your very first pee is like dark orange, right? Mm -hmm. It's dumping all the salts in an attempt to reestablish balance. Well, now you're electrolyte depleted and water depleted. That's why, you know, first thing people want is that nice salty hangover breakfast, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, you basically throw, it's, it's kind of like a overcorrection. It's like uh, driving and you hit a uh, piece of uh, black ice and you skid to one side and you overcorrect with the steering wheel and you kind of zigzag back to normalcy. That's kind of what the body does. So, you know, water, once you get a whole bunch of water on you, you can actually put a little salt in your water and that'll help you hang on to the water a little better. That's what I think the liquid IVs do. Yeah, the basically. ones little packets I was yeah. talking about, that's pretty much what they do. So that way you're just not like guzzling water and you feel like it's not working. And yeah. it's just like a shitty day. Yeah. Nobody put wants little, one of those. Put a little salt or, you know, Pedialyte or elements. Pedialyte. That are, I used yeah. to, that's the old school stuff that I do. Yeah, it's just the I same did. thing. It's just water and salt. <clears throat> so those are little tricks to get you back on course. All right. Anything else you want to add to What's going that? on? No, I mean, I will be having a hangover in two weeks, but we'll talk about that later. It's coming um, up. I know, so stressed, but tell me what's going on in the rehab corner so I can drink this wine. Okay, in the rehab corner, we have the fun topic of bunions. <laughs> All right, super common. Do you have them? Do you mind if I ask, Bree? Do you have bunions? No, I don't have bunions. I have oh. pretty feet. Okay, pretty feet. All right, just in case you don't know what a bunion is, it's like a bony growth uh, on like that knuckle by your big toe. You've probably seen them. Sometimes the big toe starts to turn in. Um, when you look at the literature, it's like, oh, we don't know why. Maybe it's genetic. Uh, but I can tell you clinically what I see all the time is a relationship from uh, a lack of dorsiflexion and bunion development. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. So let me describe that better. Dorsiflexion is an ankle movement. So if you think of stepping on a gas pedal, it's the opposite motion. It's bring your toes and, and foot towards your nose. That's dorsiflexion. 
you need about 10 degrees of that. If standing is zero degrees and lifting your toes up about 10 degrees, that's kind of considered functional. You really want more about 20 degrees, but that's probably one of the most common range of motion deficits I see. Um, and what that does is as you're walking, if you're missing full dorsiflexion, your foot is gonna spin outward, all right? So normal walking should be, you kind of land on your heel. Uh, if you look at the foot pressures, it kind of rolls to the outside foot and then it rolls towards the center foot and then over towards the big toe. And as you're at that push off uh, phase of striding, uh, you, all your weight at one point should be pushing off of your big toe. Now, if you don't have dorsiflexion, the foot spins out. So now you can't toe off anymore. Now you're pushing off that, that metatarsal. So like that knuckle almost becomes your toe off point. And then um, Wolf's Law is if you put pressure into a system, you get development. So basically all the, the constant uh, repetition of 10,000 steps a day you take on that knuckle causes the bone to actually develop further. So then the question is, well, why you have missing dorsiflexion? There could be a number of reasons for that, but probably the easiest low hanging fruit to go after is tightness in the calves. People develop tight calves. We, you know, we step on gas pedals, we walk, we stand. All those things are using your calf. So if you're not taking time of your day, and this should be done daily to stretch your calves, you're gonna develop uh, calf tightness and a compensated sort of toe out or foot out walk. And that's what I see uh, almost every day. <laughs> it also leads to collapsed arches, by the way, too. So stretch those calves. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to start stretching my calf because I did not know um, all that could happen from not doing one little thing. Yep, it's um, by far the largest compensation I see that, you know, sort of collapsed foot, tight calf, limited dorsiflexion. Uh, it causes a whole bunch of other things too, at the knee, at the hip. At the knee, you tend to kind of cave in when you squat, uh, and that can mess with meniscus and all kinds of fun stuff. Well, how many listeners out there has bunions? Please let us know. Let me know if this, is a, this subject is, if y'all want to hear more about the subjects or what to do if you do have a bunion. Um, Chris, do you have any information on that or should we save that for next week? Yeah, I mean, if you go to my blog, it's one of the most recent blogs I posted and there's a couple videos on there to show you some things you can do to get some more mobility back in your ankles and calf. So that's nice. www.dpt.services. Go to the blog tab. Great. Well, the moment everybody's been waiting for, I know I have, I really need to open a bottle. <laughs> Sounds like the wedding's getting stressed Chris? off, stressed out. Uh, I am ready. Let's do this. Perfect. Hey, Bree. So what are you drinking this evening? I'm still on my vodka kick. Um, so this one is the cucumber mint from Kettle One. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to lose weight. I only have two more weeks until this wedding is done and over. And then I can go back to drinking my luscious, wonderful wine. But for right now, it's vodka and club soda for me. So it's, what, zero carbs. I can drink as much as I want to a certain extent and not feel bloated the next day. Gotcha. Uh, well, actually, well, I'm drinking a Guanac Petit Syrah, perfectly satisfactory wine. Uh, 
nothing more to say about that. But I wanted to tell you, um, my wife and I did a blind vodka tasting. It was really fun. Just we did it at home. We got like uh, six or seven little minis of vodka, and yeah. uh, just you know labeled them, shuffled them around, uh, put a little chill in all of them. So they're all a little bit chilled, and we tasted. All right, I'm gonna give you a list, all the ones you remember, and I want you to guess which order we thought was best. Well, which one do you think is going to be number one? Okay, so we tasted uh, Grey Goose, Sky, Absolute, Tito's, Deep Eddy, Kettle One. Maybe that was it. Yeah, that was it. So which one do you think came out first? That's hard for me because, honestly, all vodka tastes the same to me. I can't tell a difference because I'm always mixing it. Um, But Tito's is my favorite. And then I like Kettle One. Yeah. Um, Great Goose. Deep Eddie's tastes just as good to me, too, but it's probably a little bit lower. Well, I encourage you to do a true blind tasting. It'll blow your mind. Uh, I've done this a number of times. Um, I usually will taste Absolute, Kettle, and Goose, those three. Mm -hmm. And uh, Grey Goose, 100% of the time, ends up last place. And it did again for both my wife and I. It, it, It kind of blows our mind every time. It's got this like weird chemical taste. I don't know. Uh, but number one was Sky. Number one was Sky Vodka? Yep. Number two was Absolute. Number three was Tito's. Number four was Kettle. Number five was Deep Eddie. And number six was Grey Goose. Well, that so, sounds nice. Well, I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> sad that Tito's wasn't first, though. I mean, honestly, one, two, and three were kind of, well, one, two, three, and four were like, you know, you're splitting hairs. They're all good. Um, so my wife is on a bit of an absolute kick because she did a night of drinking with Sky and she got a little bit hungover. She's like, all right, let me try absolute and basically same amount of alcohol, same amount of food intake and water intake. And she didn't have a hangover. So she's all about absolute right now. Well, I, if I didn't have a hangover after drinking and eating, I would have, I would drink that same thing too. Yeah. So give that's why it's like, I stick with Tito's. I feel good afterwards and it doesn't even matter. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was pretty dedicated to Kettle for a long time. I like Kettle One, uh, but I don't know. If you're mixing, probably doesn't make a huge difference. <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, so I know we started this new segment um, last week or the last time we recorded. We have been off because I have been literally planning my wedding. So much stuff has happened. I'm ready for this day to get here. Two more weeks. Anybody out there has done this or is in the process of doing this, a 2020 COVID wedding, you understand my pain. It is not fun. It is stressful, but it is happening. It is happening in October, and we will be done and over with October 11th, and we can start our lives together and just continue to move forward so with that being said i need some good news um because the last couple of days have been a lot of down news for us like our church canceled on us so now we have to find another venue oh no i didn't hear about that it's been a mess so it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be but it's not what i imagined in my head that my wedding was going to look like but i've come to the conclusion that it is what it is. There's nothing I can do. It is 2020. Just chalk it up to that and then keep going. But in the year of 2020, there is a baby orca whale. Well, 
uh, orca mama so if you remember back in 2018 i don't know if you remember or not chris but um i think her name is taliqua she's an orca um she back in 2018 carried her dead calf which is uh, the name for a baby um well for 17 days over 1000 miles and everyone was like moved by this and we thought it was so sad and um finally this year september 4th she welcomed a new baby calf into her life and we're all so excited um they hadn't named the baby yet um they gave it the number name is dubbed j57 because apparently orca whales are um endangered species so they're like keeping track of them but she well, is just what was the name the baby the new baby's name they don't have a name for it yet but oh, okay. they keep tabs on them uh-huh. so the baby is j57 that's his like tag number um but they said right now the baby's doing good mom and baby are happy they're swimming and it just makes me so happy that you know no matter like how bad something can be like that poor whale i feel so bad for her like holding her baby and like moving her around like you know she gave birth to another one which is great so that's the good news for this uh, week. feel good story congratulations yeah. taliqua was taliqua i think it was taliqua is like she's so cute i probably sure wasn't tequila really good it's not tequila I, that <laughs> i do know so that is the feel good news story for this week or this podcast episode that's a good one um I, yeah, I needed that. So um, another thing that I want to talk about was, guess what, guys? We are actually going to be recording together at my wedding. So Chris is coming up, him, his wife, and his um, son and daughter. um, Are y'all driving up or flying up? Flying. My parents are coming too. Well, they're going to be in the area. So they're driving, uh, Mm -hmm. which would be nice to bring all our bulky stuff and my suit doesn't have to get all crinkled up, so it'll be nice. That's good. So we'll be able to like record live. Y'all can see, or yeah, we'll do a video. We'll record for the, you know, iTunes, you know, Google Play and everything for the podcast, but then we'll actually do a video and put it on Instagram so y'all can see us. We will be together recording one night and then, um, you will be able to see. I'll post pictures of the wedding and everything, and a picture of us to update some of our photos. Are we gonna do a before wedding or after wedding? Because I don't want to have hangover eyes in a, in a video recording. Both. <laughs> both? We're gonna do right. both: before, during, and after. All right. Okay. During. All right. That's risky. Let's do it. Okay. We'll see if so, it happens. You I never think know. The, the big drama. The big drama. On my side is: Will Sophie put on that dress? She'll put it on. She's just gonna throw a pitch of fit. Oh my god! So she has. This and if she dress. doesn't walk down the aisle, she just doesn't walk down the aisle. It'll be fine. We'll just see if she puts that dress on. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I got it on her with the, when I came to that house that day. Kicking she, and screaming. Yeah, but she had it on. That's all that matters. All right. She'll get over it. She'll we stop crying prom- eventually. We have to promise her ice cream just to put it on, and she still kicks and screams. So. It'll be dramatic. We'll, we'll find out what happens. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, just chalk it up to 2020. That's what I've been saying all freaking year. Um, so guess what the next segment is? Oh, boy. 
Is this uh, expose how Dr. Chris has no common sense segment? Are you smarter than a nurse practitioner or physical therapist? Most people probably are. Um, so our fun brain teaser for this week. Are you ready? So. <laughs> All right, question number one. Before Mount Everest was discovered, which was the highest mountain in the world? Uh, well, first thing came to mind was Kilimanjaro, but isn't that the highest one already? Uh, I don't know. Titicaca. Um, <laughs> the answer is Mount Everest. It just wasn't discovered yet. Oh, God, I forgot that these are like common sense, like trick questions. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know if Titicaca is a mountain. What is Titicaca? I was like, what is place. that? <laughs> I think it's a place in Peru or something like that. <laughs> If you are running a race and you pass the second, hang on, I said that wrong. If you are running a race and you pass the person in second place, what place would you be in now? All right. That's way too easy. So this got to be a trick. Repeat the question, please. Think about it. Yeah, I want you to repeat the question. Can you say it again? I sure can. Excellent. Listen to the um, question. If you are running a race, if you are running a race and you pass this person in second place, what place would you be in now? How can it be anything besides first? You pass the person in second, Are you actually running in the race or are you the person that's running, it, organizing yes, the race? If you are running in a race. In a race, okay. And you pass the person in second. All right, I'm gonna regret this first place. You should regress it. You literally said it like three times. If you are running, if you are running a race and you pass the person in second place. So that means I must've been in third place. Uh -huh. What place are you in now? Second. Why are you quiet? <laughs> because I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure <laughs> So you're in third. Someone's in second. And, and you pass the person second. Now you're in first. How are you at first? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, all right. All right, everybody. I'm secretly watching Stanley Cup playoff hockey in the background, so I'm a little excuses, distracted. Excuses, exactly. excuses. Excuses, <laughs> excuses. Whatever. Yeah, all right. Was, so our third and final question tonight. Chris, pay attention. Yeah. Don't push pause on the background of the Stanley Cup. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> um, that laugh scares me. Imagine you are in a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks. How would you survive? Are you by yourself? Because you can always stab your buddy. <laughs> what? 
that's like an old scuba diving thing. Like, Remind uh, me not to get in the rowboat with you. <laughs> well, so it's like when you scuba dive, like everyone that first time out, they want to buy like a scuba dive knife. And the big joke amongst like experienced divers is the only thing a knife is good for is if a shark comes, you stab your buddy and swim away. <laughs> Which I think is funny. All right. So, oh okay, you're in a rowboat and then you're surrounded by sharks. It's sinking. Oh, God, these questions. Stop the boat from sinking? Yeah, I guess you can say that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let's see what else. That's all I Imagine got. Imagine you are in a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks. Oh, How would I got you survive? It. Imagine something else. Yeah, kind of. It says stop imagining. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got that one fair and square. Good job, good job. All right. So, Chris, do you have any fun, which is our next segment, um, fun happy hour spots for us this week? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Let's see. Hmm. Fun happy hour spots. Have we discussed Fernandez the Bull? I don't think we have. You did that. Um, no, you hadn't done that one. Yeah, no, right. we hadn't done that one. Fernandez the Bull, uh, Cuban restaurant. Yeah, it's, there's yeah, a couple locations, but we go to one on Pine Ridge, and we just discovered the artist El Gato. Uh, he's this guy from New York. I think he's Puerto Rican, I believe, and he plays like a flamenco style guitar, uh, and he just he's really exciting. So it's really fun to watch. I think he's there Fridays, I believe. Right? Elgato's at uh, Fernandez Bowl Fridays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we went there. We had a blast. That sounds good. Yeah, food's well, great. We... Service is always good. So it's a fun spot. Um, we found a brewery. Which one? Um, Anchorage. I think it's Anchorage. No, it's not Anchorage. It's Anchorlab. I think that's what it is. Oh, I think I've seen that advertised. Where is it's that? really neat. It's all the way. Yeah, it's Ankro. It's A N K R O L A B Brewing. Um, it's all the way down near the food truck celebration park on the east side of Naples. Mm -hmm. Um, so if y'all go there for food, y'all can always go to this um brewery right afterwards. We had the best time. They have beer, they have wine, they have a really good selection. They have a really cool outside area where you can play games and they also have a food truck there. Um, so you, if you're hungry, you can eat there as well. But it was a really chill, very cool cool vibe. It wasn't so like brewery industrial, but there was like mm -hmm. an industrial look to it as well that I yeah. liked. Yeah, I love that. I'm so glad the whole brewery thing finally made its way to Naples. So I feel like you get everything like 10 years behind here. Uh, yes, it's, it's I, I love that food truck uh, brewery combo. Me too. It was fun. We did that on a Saturday. We went to Celebration Park around twelve thirty, and then we went to um, the brewery afterwards, and then we um, Ubered home, and we had the best time. You went to Celebration Park and didn't invite us. Uh, okay, I'm gonna remember that. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Sometimes I just need a long time with my fiance. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for our listeners that are not from Naples, if you ever come down here, Celebration Park is super cool. That probably should be my first thing on the list. 
It is a food truck park. So there's what, eight or 10 maybe food trucks. But do they parks. have good happy hours? Uh, I think so. Like price wise, okay, cool. drink, I don't know. So they at the end of it, they have a bar that's sitting outside on a canal. It's just kind of a cool location. They usually have live music. Uh, and the food's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I know, I know they have drink specials, but I never really go for the drinks. That's special. neat, because we always just go on like Saturday and Sunday. We never go during the week because it's so far from our house. Yep. But it's worth the drive out there. It's worth the trip. It's very good atmosphere there. It's kid-friendly and dog-friendly, which yep. I love because yep. my dogs are my babies. So I recommend going to Celebration Park and Angro Lab because it's dog-friendly as well. Um, and like they're just really cool, chill vibe, and it's but it's not like a, I guess a hole in the wall. Um, so those are my recommendations for this podcast. Sounds good. I'll definitely check that out. I love the breweries. I think we got what four in town now. We got Bonehook. We've got um, the uh, Naples. What's it called Naples Beach something other. Uh, Ancro, and then there's another one. Oh, Riptide, or is that what's called? Uh, yeah, I think it's Riptide. I've never yeah. been to that one. But if you go back to Ancro, I'll go with you. We'll go. Okay, we cool. had the best time. I've been wanting to check out Momentum. I've had some of their beer, but I think they're up in uh, Bonita or from Myers. I can't remember. Yeah, that's a little too far for us. Yeah. Oh, that's a. We try to stick to Naples. Yeah. But... We have to lift to get there. We're not driving that distance. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's wrap this up. So everybody, remember, if you got bunions, get your ankle dorsiflexion on, which means stretch your calves. And there's a number of other, other uh, recommendations I have. Check out my app. I've got mobility exercises for the ankle. Anything else we got? Go on, Bree. Don't forget to add us to your Instagram and add us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. We're pretty much everywhere now. I'm so excited. But it's underscore popping, underscore bottles. Um, and we are the one when you go on um, iTunes, I have noticed this. We're the one that has the bottle of wine and all the beautiful fruit around it. So that is ours. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us and answer any questions. Ask us any questions. We love it. So that way we can um, answer it on the podcast. And you never know, we may feature, feature you. Sounds good. Let's wrap it up. This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. And this is Poppin' Bottles. See you next week. Bye, guys.